to look at something completely different now, and that's from Adrian Hon. Um, we called the, his presentation Let's Get Physical because he's about gameplay and the world. And he, for a long time, he was working in this field and doing alternative reality games, you know, finding ways where gaming is not, you know, locked up in your room upstairs with your uh, screen, but something else. Uh, he's worked for companies like Disney and Microsoft to help them develop. He's a neuroscientist by training, but for years and years he's now been working on games. So, Adrian, tell us. Welcome to the stage. Thank you very much. Um, I'm going to try and keep it fast because uh, I know that everyone wants to have lunch, and I do as well. So, I'm uh, Adrian Hon. I'm CEO and founder of Six to Start, and we make uh, games that make exercise more fun. So I'm sure a lot of people here have Fitbits and they have Apple Watches and they have MyFitnessPal and Runkeeper and all these other things that are meant to, you know, encourage you to walk more and run more and lose weight and all that sort of stuff. And those are really useful, but they don't actually change the exercise itself. So when you go out for a run, when you go out jogging on the treadmill, it's still, you know, boring, or it's still painful, it's still tedious, that sort of thing. And what we're trying to do is trying to make the act of exercise more exciting. So how do we do that? It's through a game called Zombies Run. Um, how many people have heard of Zombies Run here, by the way? Okay, that's, that's good. A lot of people. So Zombies Run is a game for iPhone and Android. And the way it works is you get your phone, and you put on your trainers, you put on your t-shirt, you put your phone on your arm or in your pocket, and you put your headphones in, and you go for a run. So you're not sitting on the sofa, you know, you actually physically are running or jogging or walking. And we use a device's GPS or accelerometer to track how fast and how far you're running, and we turn that into a game through your headphones. So we put you into a zombie apocalypse, you are runner five, it's your mission, to run, to collect supplies, to rescue survivors, and to find out a cure for the zombie apocalypse. So it's really important to say, at this point, that it's not just a game where you're running along when you hear groans and you have to run faster, because that would be interesting for like one run, and then you get bored. Instead, we have this big story with over 200 missions, 2,500 minutes of audio, 40 hours of audio, it's something that people have run 3,000 miles to. So it's, you know, as big as a story as big as Game of Thrones or Harry Potter. And um, there's a lot to it. So for example, when you go out on your runs, you collect supplies, and you use these supplies to go and build up your base. So there's a nice virtuous circle about going out and wanting to get more and being able to build more. And we have lots of different types of running as well. So we've got story missions, but we've also got location-based missions and that sort of thing. And so it's very different from a lot of other running apps. Because when you have Runkeeper or Runtastic or Endemondo or all these other uh, apps, they, are, they help you monitor your performance. They tell you how fast you're running, how far you've run. But they don't necessarily, for a lot of people, make you more excited about running. And what we try to do with this is to make you excited, not just when you're getting chased, but when someone says, we need you to go out now because there's a lost child in the wilderness, and if you don't get there in 20 minutes, then the zombies are going to eat the child. Now, 
Obviously, you know that it's not real. <laughs> um, obviously, it's just a story. It's just make-believe. But it makes it more interesting, and it makes it more exciting. So for example, with our chasers, when you get chased by the zombies, you actually have to speed up. You have to increase your speed by 20%. So if you're walking, you have to jog. And if you're jogging, you have to run. And if you're running, you have to sprint. So it's like interval training, except it's more, more exciting, because you've got zombies. And when they, when they catch you, uh, you don't die, because it's just a game. Um, you just lose some of the supplies you collected. So you do want to try and, try and you know, uh, escape them. Um, and we, we have all the things that a normal running app would have. So we've got an online service that allows you to go and see your runs, your maps. This is a run that I did back in my hometown in the UK. And you can go and read up on the story and all these different things. And this game, uh, it's been up for three years. We have two million sales and downloads. So it's the most popular uh, fitness game on smartphones ever. And it's a number five running app in the US. So it's, you know, it's pretty big. <laughs> um, and we have a massive community of people who play every week, who play every month. And they, they do all sorts of, you know, they're really into it. Uh, they do all sorts of comics and things like that, looking at um, you know, what it's like to run. So this is someone who, who's sort of drawing what it's like to be a zombies, zombies runner. And a lot of people um, call zombies run gamification, right? So you've heard of gamification. This is the idea of making learning into a game, or the idea of making working into a game, or that sort of thing. And I really don't like the term gamification. And I don't like being associated with it. Because when you think of gamification, you don't think of something like Mario Kart, which is just really fun. It's just everything about Mario Kart is fun. It's exciting, you know, that sort of thing. When you think about gamification, you think of this, right? It's like, oh, this is fun, isn't it? I've made exercise into fun. Here's a leaderboard. Games have got leaderboards. Here's a progress bar. There's a badge. It's so exciting. <laughs> right. So obviously, I, I don't think so. Right. So just to take these different elements, that these are all the parts. These are all the elements of a game. Sorry, all the elements of a game, but not really any of the fun. You know, it's like they've sort of taken everything about Mario Kart everything about Call of Duty, all these really fun games, taken the fun out, but left all the other stuff there in a hope to make walking more fun. So, and I don't even really think it works that well. So for example, here's my, um, this is from Fitbit. I don't use Fitbit anymore. Um, I just use a, the watch. And um, here's my leaderboard. And uh, the leaderboard is really boring. Uh, normally, I'm number two. And the guy who's currently number two, Sean, he's normally number one because he works in a hospital. So he always has to work, he always has to walk around hospital every day, right? And the people below me, these three people, they're Americans, so they don't walk, right? <laughs> and and which, means that, which means that this leaderboard, it's like it never changes, right? It just never changes. I'm always number two, he's always number one. I happen to be like doing a race or something, and those guys are number three. And just think about this, you know, just think about Selena. She's always at the bottom of the leaderboard. That's got to suck for her. You know, I don't see how that's motivating. 
you know, these badges. Yeah, they really work for me. So these are the kind of things that you see in gamification. And I don't, I'm not saying that they're wrong, that you shouldn't use progress bars or badges or scores or missions or challenges or countdowns in your service or in your product if you're trying to make it more fun. But it's just kind of obvious that by using these things, you can't make something fun, right? So, you know, it's like, oh, if you go and brush your teeth every day, I'll give you a badge. That works on children, you know, but I don't really think it works on most people. Uh, it does work on some people, which is good for them, but it doesn't work on everyone. Um, and so we can kind of look through all the different apps. You know, this is, um, this is why things health mates, and you can kind of see it, you know, I mean, it's just progress bars. This is an email it sends me. I walked the Suez Canal. It's kind of a little bit of a weird email because obviously I have walked longer than 200 kilometers in my entire life. It's just, you know, with this app. Um, my Fitness Pal is interesting. I'm sure a lot of people use My Fitness Pal. It's an incredibly popular way of tracking your calories and tracking your weight. And the unusual thing about My Fitness Pal is that it doesn't feel like it needs to have any real gamification, right? It doesn't bother with a lot of that stuff because it's just useful. It's just a useful app, right? And useful apps don't really need to do that. So in a way, sometimes when I see gamification in an app or in a product, I kind of think someone there is not confident about the utility of this app, or they're not confident that people are going to uh, want to use it every day. And so they're adding these extra things in to sort of encourage people to come back, these little tricks. Whereas if you have a game, or you have an app, or a service, or a product, that you are confident, that you know people are coming back again and again because it's useful, then you kind of don't really need to use that sort of thing. I'm not saying there's a direct you know, consequence that progress bars equals bad app. I'm just saying that, that it, it's something that, that has become a bit of a trend. And so Nike, Nike also does this leaderboard thing. The leaderboard thing does work well, I should say, uh, for certain demographics. It works well when you have people who are very competitive, or when you have people who are improving, right? So Nike's brand is about competitiveness. It's about destroying your friends at running, right? And Strava, Strava is like that as well. And that's fine, you know, that is like good for them. But the issue is that in reality, uh, number one, most people are not really that competitive. Like when I go out in a race, I did a 10K race last week, and I came like number 200 out of 2,000. I mean, I was never going to win that race, right? Some people were, but I was never going to win that race. It didn't really matter to me quite what my placement was. But for some people, it does. Um, but the other thing with leaderboards um, is also that normally, particularly within health, right, most people plateau uh, within fitness. You know, if you start out running and you've never run before, you're going to improve very quickly, right? In about three to six months, you'll be able to run much further, much faster. And then after about a year or two, you're just not going to get any better. And after a few years, you know, you might start getting worse, right? So that's, it's not really the right way to look at health in the long term. It is a good way of making people excited, 
you know, with, with leaderboards, but it's not a great way of looking at it in the long term. And with our games, we do want people to actually get healthy in the long term. We don't want just gimmicks. Um, this is another app. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it a lot. It's, it's an app that is about territory capture. And this is an interesting one because like Zombies Run, it combines gameplay with the real world. You run outside and you run around you know, New York or wherever this is, and then you capture territory by running through it, which is kind of fun because it sort of makes you know, the real world into a game. Ingress, Google's Ingress is a bit like this. There's another app called Run an Empire, which is going to do the same sort of thing. Um, and Pokemon as well. Pokemon Go is going to do this. Uh, I think this is a little bit difficult. Uh, from a game design perspective, I'll just say I don't think this is really going to work very well because um, if I'm in London and I'm running around Hyde Park uh, and I can run, let's say, 10 kilometers a week, I can capture a certain amount of territory. But if there's someone there who's like incredibly fit, who can run 50 kilometers every week, they're just going to destroy me every single week. Like, I'm going to have no territory. It's boring for them, and it's boring for me. So this is kind of like a real-world leaderboard, but almost worse, because you know the person who's beating you lives next door. So you know, you've got to be very careful about designing this stuff. It looks cool. It looks really cool. But I, this stuff has never really worked very well in the long term. Um, this is Wii Fit, uh, the most successful fitness game ever. They sold, I think, 20 million copies of Wii Fit uh, at $100 each. She must be a Nintendo sh shareholder because she's very happy. That sold $2 billion. $2 billion. Um, Wii Fit is kind of really interesting because it, it did try and make the act of working out more fun. You know, some of the games in it were kind of interesting. You would have to sort of tilt left and right to sort of head, balls coming in at you, you would ski. I think this person's probably skiing or something. Um, you know, the problem with we, we Fit, unfortunately, is that it didn't really result in a lot of calorie burn. Because I got a Wii Fit and I jacked it up to the maximum exertion. You know, give me everything you've got. And the amount of calories they burned was less than the, what I would have burned if I went out for a walk. Like a, like a fast walk, but like just a walk. So it's fun, but it doesn't actually get you fit, which is why no one uses Wii Fit anymore. Um, this is another game, Dance Dance Revolution, which is um, really interesting because it's not a fitness game. right? It's kind of a dancing game. Uh, I mean, that's not really dancing, you know, but he's like hitting the arrows on the pads as they move up towards the top, right? So as the arrows get to the top, you go and hit, hit, hit it. So it's a bit like line dancing. It looks, you know, like river dance, I guess. And um, it's really fun if you're into this sort of thing because it's musical. You know, you have to have good rhythm, you have to have good coordination. And it's not a fitness game, although you can imagine if you are working out as fast as this guy is, you know, he's got a fan there, he's sweating, you know, then you are going to be burning a lot of calories. And I actually really like this game as a fitness game because it's fun enough that you play even if you don't actually want to get fit. Right? It's just a fun game where you happen to get fit. Um, and it's not as energetic as running. Right? It's easier to do than that, but it's still pretty energetic. And actually, schools use Dance Dance Revolution in some schools in America you know, in order to get people fit. 
So we made a range of games. Um, I've talked about a lot of other people's games. We made a range of games. We made Zombies Run. We also made a walking game called The Walk. Not very imaginative. Um, they made a film of it now. Amazing. Um, and uh, this was funded by the Department of Health and the NHS in the UK. It's the first smartphone game that they've ever funded. Um, and this basically is an all-day walking tracker. So it's a bit like you know, a Fitbit in the sense that it uses your phone to track your steps throughout the day. And as you walk, you unlock an audio story, a kind of spy thriller that lasts for about uh, 10 weeks, I think. And so during those 10 weeks, you walk uh, 500 miles. And, but, and we sort of chose those times because research, some research shows that you need about eight weeks to change your daily habits and make people kind of walk more every day. So that's kind of one way in which we're trying to make exercise more fun. Another one is um, superhero workout. So this is our attempt to make the seven-minute workout, to make home workout more interesting. So instead of just doing kind of jumping jacks and press-ups, we turn you into kind of a superhero and in order to go and boost your generator, you need to do crunches. You know, when you punch, you are firing missiles, that sort of thing. Um, it's fun. And you know, when you do wall sit, you're sort of avoiding debris. And uh, we have these really sort of high tempo, energetic eight or 16 minute missions where you're doing a lot of working out. And you're burning a lot of calories. Um, and finally, we have this game, Step by Step, which is for families. And this sort of combines uh, kind of addictive uh, cookie-clicker gameplay with walking. So instead of walking 10,000 steps in a day, we need you to walk a million steps in a day. So how do you do that? Well, you go and buy animal companions, and these companions add their steps onto your steps. So with every step, you walk 10,000 steps, or something like that. Um, so. This is something that we've been doing for three years. It's really hard, actually, to do. We've made a lot of different games. Zombies Run is still our most popular one because I think we've hit the right combination of excitement and a game that people just kind of laugh at and they get it immediately. You know, that's what you guys did. And something that you know, two million people have downloaded. And it's really lovely and really rewarding to work on a game where you know that it's making people's lives better. Like, there's no, well, you know, we're using Snapchat to make people's lives better, I guess. But Zombies Run gets people fit. You know, we've had people say things like this, new personal record, 36 minutes, thanks to Zombies Run. So this person has run 470 kilometers with Zombies Run. And this person, you know, this is the most favorite one, um, one of the best ones we get. You know, a lot of people, when they try running, they just give up because it's just boring and painful. You know, they try running for 15 minutes and they give up, but with our game, they're able to keep going for the whole 30 minutes, which is good. So, thank you very much. Thank you, Adrian. I, I just saw that, you know, there's really like a, a season to them, right? So yeah. It just started season two, so you make the game, and yep. how long do people use it? I mean, how long does it... Well, I mean, it varies, yes. <laughs> you know. Um, but we're up to How many episodes does it have? We have 200 episodes. We've just almost completed season four, and we're going to be starting season five uh, next year. 
Okay, and it's got new storylines for every season? It's got new storylines for every season, yeah. And are people really interested what will happen next season? Oh, I mean, that, it's a big reason why people play. Like, we've had people who say, you know, I went for another mission because I need to find out what happens next. <laughs> you know, so, you know, just like when you're watching Game of Thrones or something like that. You couldn't let us hear a little bit of it, right? Uh, it's probably too much to ask not, right now. Not we, right now. Yeah, but we, maybe. Have to, <laughs> we have to listen to uh, Zombies yeah. Run. It's really, really funny. Um, other, I mean, I know you're trying out other activities, but I mean, running seems to be the most uh, popular right now. Well, well, Are there other sports or movements that? I mean, running is most popular because it's really cheap to do, uh, and anyone can do it, and you can do it anywhere. Um, I think home workout is really interesting. We tried it with Superhero, and it was popular, but not popular enough, so maybe we're going to give that another shot. Um, I think the thing is, with a lot, you know, the seven-minute workout challenge is one of the most popular apps on the App Store, but I don't think people actually use it for more than a week or two. So I kind of, I don't want to make a game that just sells like a million, you know, I want to make a game that people actually use, yeah. and that turns out to be really hard to do. Okay. So how many, you, the users stay on and you... So we, we, I mean, we have about, so I said that, so the game came out almost four years ago now, and we've had two million sales and downloads, and we have over 300,000 monthly active users. Okay. Well, thank you very much. It's cool. very good to thank hear you. you.